everyone. Welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason. And here we delve into those reasons. You might notice that this episode is being released on a Tuesday, and that's because I've decided to switch things up. And so going forward, new episodes will be dropping on Tuesdays instead of Thursdays. Let me know on Twitter if you like this change or not, but I'm pretty sure I do. I'm stoked because this week we have our very first British horror fan on the podcast, Rachel Webster. No relation to our very first guest, Jody Webster. She reached out to me over Twitter recently, and I was super excited that we were finally able to schedule time for us to talk. She hosts her own podcast called Coffee Breaks and Hot Takes, so she definitely had unpopular horror movie opinions to share. I loved learning a little bit more about how horror movies are received across the pond, especially movies like Midsommar. You'll be shocked at what her unpopular horror movie opinion is, who one of her favorite horror movie directors happens to be, and why she usually steers clear of all the haunted places in England altogether. And as a heads up, there's a weird sound in the beginning of the audio at the beginning, but it eventually clears itself up. I think we should just chalk that up to ghosts, shall we? I think that's it. So let's get into this episode with Rachel Webster. Hey, Rachel, how are you? I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being here. Do you want to start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Rachel. I'm 20. Um, I enjoy movies and uh, gaming and music. And that's pretty much all there is to know. So first things first, what's your favorite scary movie? Um, I'd immediately always go to either Scream or The Strangers for like the tops, um, which are have been undefeated for years now. That's awesome. Um, I saw The Strangers, I think, in theaters, and I haven't watched it since, since because it was just so scary. Yeah. Um, of why do you love those two the most? I think with Scream, just that being such like the founder film of the self-aware genre, and Wes Craven just being an absolute boy <laughs> with the direction on that, it was phenomenal. Um, and just the, the game of guess who that you play every film is so fun, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> and then The Strangers, like, Home Invasion fucks me up big time. Oh, yeah. So just like, what film is the best Home Invasion film? And I think it's The Strangers. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just terrifying. Yeah, I really need to have... Um, I really need to rewatch that one. I think it's on some streaming service, like right. Stars or Showtime or something. Do you have those in England, those channels? We don't, know. No, okay. Totally a U.S. thing then. <laughs> What's that way? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? Um, I think, well, so when I was like a young kid, um, my cousin showed me a clip from the internet series uh, Happy Tree Friends. Uh, you know of it? Mm -mm. No, I've never it's heard like, of it. Okay, so it's like an animated show of a bunch of animals that just go at each other, and it's really graphic and horrible. It looks like a kid's show, but mm. it's not. <laughs> so that was a lot to deal with, and it terrified me when I was a kid. Um, just seeing this like tiny little baby character have the top of their head shaved off with some clippers, I was like, oh, that's horrendous. Um, and then being terrified for years and then trying to overcome it by watching like Shaun of the Dead <laughs> and then just getting increasingly increasingly like scarier over the years and just seeing what I could stomach and then 
it just became a hobby and that was really fun that's cool is there anything that you can't stomach hmm i think the only things that i like struggle watching sometimes are home invasion and zombie films like because they could be real you know yeah i mean i hope the zombie films would never be real fingers crossed <laughs> but who knows with the way that the world's going <laughs> yeah definitely uh yep. so being that you're in the uk have you seen all the movies on the video nasties list um no i haven't actually <laughs> which ones do you need to still see a lot of them <laughs> i spend a lot of time just um going into like a secondhand dvd store and just picking up just random ones that like were like 50 pence and they're just horrendous so i've not caught up with some of like the big titles which is irritating but there's still time it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> uh for anyone out there who's not aware do you want to tell them what the video nasties list is um it's just a big old list of the films that are deemed the worst of the worst to my knowledge anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i've seen the list and they're all they're all pretty bad yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, were were those films were they banned in the UK for a while? Um, I think not a lot of films have been like completely banned in the UK, okay. to my knowledge. I think parts have been removed when going through certification, but yeah. it's like okay. the odd twenty minutes here and there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So, why do you think that people who seem perfectly sane love this genre? I am unsure. For me personally, it's kind of a way of it's like I'm super scared of like everything in real life. So <laughs> the fact that I can watch horror films uh, in such a safe environment and know that I can be scared, but then it'll be over in two and a half hours max. Um, and then you can just go about the rest of your day, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's an interesting question. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any favorite horror directors? Wes Craven is absolutely up there. Um, and Eli Roth. Oh, really? That's one that I don't on. get a lot. Uh, what really? do you like so much about him? Um, I think his ability to push boundaries is phenomenal. <laughs> like, have you seen, um, Green Inferno? I have not. It's on my list. That is a watch. <laughs> like, it's, it's intense and it covers so many different topics um including like uh fgm and suicide and drugs and it's it's like everything compiled into one and it's very very intense so, I, so he isn't afraid to portray things and i think that's what i really admire about him that's cool um so his so that movie is just like one big trigger warning for everything yeah literally everything you can think of is in that film <laughs> what is fgm um female genital mutilation oh oh okay yeah well that's a good that's a good um that's a good thing to know if i'm gonna go watch it at any yeah point. it it's, it's handled in a way that is very upfront there's nothing sensitive about it in any oh. way oh okay Ooh. yeah have you seen cannibal holocaust i have purposely steered away from it okay because of like all of the court cases and stuff that happened after it mm -hmm. like I'm still not sure whether that's something that I want to enter into just yet what do you but, mean by like what with which bit 
uh, with the court cases because I thought so- they had all been dismissed. Oh, yeah. No, it's like even just thinking about the, like the people who were watching it or whatever thinking that it was real. Um, and because like there was um, actual animal killing, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. So that I'm like, do yeah. I want to see a turtle get killed and know that it's real? Yeah. Maybe not right now, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's where I am with that movie. I'm like, I don't need to see. Maybe they can yeah. edit that out in the future versions. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That's one that my horror movie friends are like, I've seen it or I know it exists, but I don't need to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like that and um, The Last House on the Left. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, they're like, oh, I never need to watch that again, but I know yeah, it that's, exists. That's an intense film. Yeah. <laughs> um, I That's a Wes Craven, right? That was his yeah. first? Yeah. Um, I had heard that he that he made that and made it so intense because he had come from a very religious background and like didn't know what the what the boundaries were like oh. so he just went full out that's interesting yeah I don't know if that's true sure. if you're listening <laughs> let me know if you know um so what is your opinion on why horror movie fans are handling lockdown better than non-horror movie fans um I feel like the there's this whole like stereotype around um like horror movie fans being more introverted and quote recluses in some ways um so i think it's maybe i I can't make the generalization for obviously every horror movie fan out there but maybe it's just been easier to deal with that side by going into more worlds that you can be scared in that aren't real right now I don't know. It's just speculation. <laughs> um, so when you went into lockdown the first time mm-hmm. uh, one year ago, what were your initial thoughts? And were your initial thoughts anything like, oh, God, this is the apocalypse or a zombie movie? This I know how to survive. I think partially, yes. <laughs> um, but like more in the way of, you know, in like the run up to what you would think an apocalypse would actually be in just like hoarding supplies. Like as long as I'm going to be OK for the next year it's going to be fine. Yeah. And like, no, I'm not too worried about anyone biting my neck off right now. Well, for this current moment in time anyway. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? But um, yeah. Uh, have you watched any pandemic horror movies during the pandemic? I have purposely stayed clear. That is um, something that I'm hearing a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I think like this is actually happening. So I don't want the media about it. I'll I'll take that in a few years when this is all calmed down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to see all the movies that come out of this time. So. Yeah, I hope they're good. Yeah, I know Michael Bay uh, has one coming out called Songbird, which is about um, a pandemic. And it starts, uh, the trailer starts off with uh, like a radio DJ saying like, we are now in week number 352 of, the, of our quarantine. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. know- I don't know how like, we got it made, but yeah, that that would be interesting to see like behind the scenes of that. Yeah. But did yeah. you manage to catch a host? Yes. Oh yeah. No, I love hosts so much. Yeah. Oh. That was top quality quarantine film. <laughs> oh, I know. I have. I ordered the um, the Blu-ray of it, the like the special edition one, but yeah. it's in UK format, so I can't watch it. <laughs> so. What? Yeah. 
That's oh, well. I'm trying to find like a multi-region DVD or mm. Blu-ray player, but it's really hard because every all the reviews on all of them that I find are like didn't really work. And I ordered one and then it came back and then it came and it was like only regions one and two. I was like, well, oh. I need something else. So why did you list this as all regions? Yeah, sure. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in England and I know yes. that there are many haunted places. Have you ever visited any of them? No, because I am terrified. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, not that I'm particularly scared of ghost films um, at all. Like, they don't particularly phase me. But, like, if I got stuck in a place that was actually haunted, that'd be it. I'd be like, nope, just sit in a corner and not do anything, <laughs> which is odd. <laughs> no, I totally relate. I, I know people are like, I want to have hauntings happen and I want to see ghosts. And I'm like, no, I'm good honestly. <laughs> um, so you, I'm assuming you've never had any actual encounters with ghosts then? I haven't. Um, like hearing people talk about it is super interesting, but it's, I feel like I'm still in that place of mind where, because I haven't experienced things, like I can believe them to an nth degree, but then after that, I'm like, but I have no like yeah. f- actual ideas what it's like. So I'll, all I have is word of mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a new Conjuring movie coming out this year. Yes. Um, I really, I really love The Conjuring too. Did you have yes. any um, any knowledge of the Enfield uh, ghosts or haunting or whatever it was called before yeah. that movie came out? Only like the odd thing. Um, there were a few like dramatizations that were um, circling before The Conjuring two came out, um, which I remember my mom watching and being like, "This is." a lot and I was like oh what is it so she told me about it and I was like ha okay <laughs> that's that's interesting and then being able to see it through the conjuring 2 was was pretty cool yeah I really enjoyed I really enjoyed yeah. it so much happens in it yeah what did what did you think of comparing um the conjuring 2 to the first conjuring what, what did you think um see they're such different movies I really like them both um I feel like there's so much more going on in the second one. You're like 15 minutes into it and there's like shit flying everywhere. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about you? I didn't particularly enjoy the first one when I watched it when it came out. And I'm not sure whether that was just because I was at an age where I couldn't really appreciate it. Cause I was like, what? Like, did it come out in 2015, that film? Or was it earlier, the first one? I think it was 2011 or 2013. Oh. Okay, so if it was 2011, I was 10. So, <laughs> like, watching horror films at that point is just like, some bangs. Oh, I'm no, it was fully... it was 2013. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was 12 then. Um, <laughs> so, like, not fully appreciating what the horror genre is. So maybe yeah. that's why it was lost on me. So it, it deserves a rewatch, I think. But the second one was dope. It was so good. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the other Conjuring Universe movies? I haven't seen a lot of them. Okay. Um, uh, the Nun only just came onto Netflix, I think, so I haven't gone around seeing that one yet. Um, it's Annabelle... pretty bad. Just oh, go really? in with really low expectations. It's terrible. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, Annabelle, I like a good creepy doll film, but that didn't tickle the right spot for me. I was like, eh. And then I didn't watch the second Annabelle. So, so how do you decide what what horror movie you want to watch when you sit down and you're like, I want to watch a horror movie right now? I think assessing my mood is a big thing first. (laughs) Um, 
and being like okay do i actually want to be actively scared right now or do i just want something that's gimmicky and fun that i don't have to think about and will not scare me later on <laughs> um that or seeing what recent releases are out and about and available um they're like generally go-tos i have a list on my phone which is pretty much always up to date of the things that i'm actively seeking to watch and if they're if they're on streaming platforms then i'll just go for them pretty much straight away nice what is your favorite subgenre in horror hmm i wouldn't technically call it a subgenre i wouldn't think but moral dilemma films are my jam like i love that shit oh cool i've yeah. never had anyone say that to me before what would be an example of some more dilemma moral dilemma films i think sore is a big one it, oh. like aside from the torture porn um, yeah like overcasting genre that it's known for um like would you rather i really like i okay. think that's a great film um and just like there was one that had a great concept that i watched years ago but was executed horrendously and uh it was called choose i think um which was basically this killer that would give people hyper specific choices of what they wanted to happen to them and like the most memorable one being he had gone to this pianist and he said would you basically would you rather um lose all of your fingers so you can never play again or me destroy your eardrums so you can never hear music again so like people having to assess themselves and being like okay what do what what do I do um okay. I think I think that's really cool yeah that those are terrifying to me though saw yeah. saw scarred me I've only seen the first one and I've never gone back <laughs> to be fair I don't blame you that film is harrowing <laughs> yeah yeah how old were you when you first saw it Ooh, um I must have only been like 13 oh my God. maybe <laughs> So like, again, not really appreciating the, the overall concept of Saw the first time I'd seen it, but then just appreciating the traps and then going back to it years later um, and being like, holy shit, this is phenomenal that this guy is like pushing people to their limits. It's so sick. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, I've sort of been tempted to like go try to watch the second one or maybe <laughs> rewatch the first one to see if it is as terrible as I remember it. <laughs> but I don't I don't know because I, I rewatched um Eli Roth's Cabin Fever a couple months ago and I was nice. and I was expecting a lot worse than it actually was so yeah. I was like maybe it's not that bad yeah that film has aged relatively well apart from like one joke which is yeah. very distasteful <laughs> that um, there's a lot of problematic dialogue in that movie <laughs> yeah there really is <laughs> um I mean I will never go into a cabin in the woods I've learned, I've learned from all these movies that that is just not, that is not in my future. So it's a smart thing. Yeah. yeah. You're going <laughs> to die if you go into a cabin in the woods. Exactly. So. <laughs> um, have you seen Hostel? Well, I'm assuming you've seen Hostel because you love Eli Roth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was recently, I've never seen Hostel because when I travel in Europe, I stay in hostels. Um, <laughs> so I was planning out, you know, dream itineraries for when we can all travel again when I'm vaccinated yeah. and I really want to go to Bratislava. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, should I stay in a hostel there? There's one called safe stay. And I'm like, 
I think that's a hostile themed hostel, probably. <laughs> Most likely. Who I don't it? I don't know why there's not one that's like like horror movie themed. I feel like that would be that so great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how much clientele would you get? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> there there are a lot of horror fans out there. I don't true. know. I don't know how many of them are traveling to Bratislava, but I don't know. <laughs> Dedicated ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, so hopefully I'll make it there and stay in the safe stay hostel yeah. and not die. Yeah, fingers crossed for you. <laughs> uh, what do you think of that movie? How is it? Uh, how is the gore compared to, say, Cabin Fever? I thoroughly enjoyed that film. Okay. I think all three films I enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, which is great. And I think the gore, because there were arguments around the time of because Hostel and Saw got released within like a year of each other so the arguments of like who is actually the founding father of torture porn um which was quite interesting but they both pushed some limits and like the scene in the first Hostel film when the woman cuts her eye off makes me feel sick like did just the pus coming out of her eye socket and I'm like Ugh that's a that's a lot i've listened to i've listened to another podcast talk about what happens in that movie and i'm like that's enough for me yeah it's it's a ride to say the least (laughs) um uh if you don't like igor then don't watch the movie Mm -hmm. becky have you or have you seen it already becky um i have not what is that with um kevin kevin james and a little girl uh it's a, it came out last year and it's just getting onto all the streaming platforms now. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, Lulu Wilson, who she was in um, The Haunting of Hill House and Annabelle Creation, which you didn't see, but she was in that. Um, so okay. in Ouija, Origin of yep. Evil, these I think are on Netflix. Um, I don't know if they are in the UK, but okay. yeah. Uh, it's really great. It's like, sure. are you familiar with Home Alone? Yes. It's like if if Kevin was like a sadistic little girl and she's trying to like defend her family. Oh, okay. So like the reverse of um, The Collector. I have never seen The Collector because of the gore I hear about, but. Yeah, it's intense. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely, definitely look for, for Becky if you have a VPN or something. I absolutely will. Thank you. <laughs> so you love Eli Roth, but mm. on the flip side of heavy movies that are um, uh, psychological. How do you feel about Ari Aster movies? Phenomenal. <laughs> Top class director. Like Hereditary and Midsommar are great. I will yeah. defend those titles to my death. They are so good. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Um, did you see Midsommar in theaters? Yes, I did. What was the reaction like in the UK? It... <laughs> there weren't a lot of people in the showing okay um so i there haven't been many um theater experiences that i've been to where horror films have been densely packed out mm-hmm. um it's it's a very small audience for whatever reason compared to say like marvel films or star wars films um which you get a lot of people coming in for on like release night and stuff um but i went to see it with two friends and on first watch it was borderline comedy on some bits um but then like retrospectively looking back on it 
like that that shit is scary and it was done so well but the initial just being around people while what have you seen midsummer yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah cool, cool. <laughs> so the the like awkward sex scene like the seeing that with people sat next to you was borderline comedic and we we were just like crying because <laughs> we couldn't stop laughing but then obviously afterwards being like no this is this is perfect this had to happen and it was done so well <laughs> um but yeah yeah it was interesting that's cool um yeah no I thought it was very disturbing when I saw it I think mm-hmm. and I think um from what it sounds like you're saying it was received as like a dark comedy in Europe a little bit more very and much here so. it was received as more of like a horror movie really oh so, yeah yeah this was marketed as a horror movie yeah so, sure yeah did you catch that one in theaters as well oh yeah yeah nice yeah. um and I remember rewatching Hereditary with somebody I think once last year and I was like, oh, did you like it? And he was like, no, I felt terrible the entire time. That movie is not made to make you feel good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, what was the last movie that you watched? I recently watched The Dark and the Wicked. What did you think? I did not like that film at all. Me neither. I hated it. I'm so glad I found somebody else who disliked that film. <laughs> I felt terrible while watching it. I was like, yeah, I felt beaten down. Mm. It was like, it was a lot, but I also didn't enjoy the execution of how everything was done. Yeah. Um, like the, it relied a lot on jump scares and I don't enjoy a lot of things that are like trying to be scary, but jump scare based. I think it's like kind of a cop out sometimes. Yeah. Um, just loud noises I'm like can you actually scare me though please instead of just making me jump you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. um yeah that was like eh. yeah no I was like I'm I'm mad that I paid to, to watch this so. oh no <laughs> yeah I mean I paid five bucks it's fine but I was like I'm never watching that again mm. so and I love the uh the main woman in it the blonde woman Marin yeah. Ireland she's a she's a theater actress and I've seen her on stage a lot Oh, so cool. I was really excited. And then I'm like, I didn't like this movie at all. <laughs> I also, um, I caught uh, the new Nick Cage film, Willy's Wonderland, the other day. I hear it's great. That's one word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the price to come down a little bit here yeah. in the States to rent it. But I, I don't know. I hear it's great. But now you're saying it's, it's a thing. It's so. very much a stereotypical horror film about okay. fighting animatronics so if you like that then it, you'll love it all right but, all right yeah. cool um so that brings me to my next question are movie theaters mm. open in the uk right now no they are not no. okay have you ever had any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters before the pandemic um i think <laughs> when i went to see the witch in cinemas um, I remember the credits started to roll and somebody just audibly said, what the fuck was that? But like, yeah, I think that's the only really noteworthy thing that's happened in a horror movie show in over here. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I, right? under- I understand that reaction to The Witch. I've tried to watch it and I'm like, I just, not, not for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just can't get into it. I've okay. tried to watch it twice. So that's really interesting. You- yeah, what's your favorite like A twenty four movie outside of you know Hereditary and Midsommar and The Witch? Hmm. I really really liked um, A Ghost Story and K 
killing of a sacred deer. Oh, cool. I saw, I watched a ghost story last mm-hmm. year. It was really interesting, but really sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have never watched killing of sacred deer. I think I started two once and then I was like, I need something a little bit more upbeat right now. <laughs> yeah. That, that movie is so intense. Yeah. But mm. it's, it's worth the watch whenever you're in a state of being okay with being constantly anxious for like two hours <laughs> that's how I felt when I was watching the movie um we need to talk about Kevin yep it's got the same vibes yeah oh. yeah I felt so bad for the mother and we have to talk about Kevin yeah what were uh, your um favorite A24 films I really did not like The Lighthouse I rented that last year I did not like it at all okay I've still not got around to watching that one yet yeah um it was, it was just very weird. Sure. I don't, I'm looking at all their movies and I think that Hereditary has to be my favorite. I know we said we were excluding those, but mm-hmm. for horror movies, that's, I think, my favorite. Yeah. So I think, really I really, oh, they have St. Maud too, which is on my list to watch. Okay. Um, that I haven't seen yet. So I'd be interested to hear your reaction on that. Yeah. What did you think of it? I despise that film. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm in an A24 group on Facebook um, and everyone it was like um, it came out in England before it did in America Yeah. Um, so me and my friend got to catch it while cinemas were open briefly um, and we did not enjoy it at all um, it was a, just not a great film experience for us um, and then when it came out in America and people started raving about it they were like oh my god this is like the best horror film a24 has put out in years i'm like did we go to the same film did we watch the same thing (laughs) so yeah i'd be interested to hear what you think cultural cultural differences i guess between our two countries yeah absolutely (laughs) so a number of movies got postponed from being released due to the pandemic which one are you most upset that has been postponed probably Candyman. yeah like the original Candyman film well like the, the first one anyway I, I don't think I've actually seen any of the other ones but that film is so good yeah I it's love really that good film. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah but that'll, that'll come out when it's ready yes I think it's so. it's due for release in at least in the states in August mm-hmm. oh so. sweet yeah so that's really good that would be great and hopefully we'll all be vaccinated by then fingers crossed um, so are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like? Okay. One that I don't understand why it gets so much hate is It Follows. Oh, it gets a lot of hate. It doesn't get a lot of hate here. It's like oh, really? really, people really enjoy it here. Oh, that's really interesting. Because like <laughs> it gets so much unnecessary hate in the UK. Like people just despise it. That's weird. Why do they despise it? I couldn't tell you. Nobody can really give me a straight reason. And it confuses me so much because that film is terrifying. Um, Oh, that's so interesting that Mm. people in the UK hate it. Maybe it's just too American. It's just like too retro. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Um, Do you hold any unpopular horror movie opinions? Um, Have you seen Mandy? I haven't, but I've heard of it. Okay. I've heard lots of good things about Mandy and then I watched it and was very disappointed. That's the Nick Cage one? Yeah. Okay. It's about a cult, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. And I couldn't tell you what the rest of the film's about. Yeah. It just made, like, there were a lot of things happening 
that felt like they were just happening for the sake of it and so that Nick Cage could go on a rampage and then the film ended. So I was like, what? <laughs> well, that that's good to know before I go try to watch it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty. The, the lighting in it is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> but, so I'll give it that. Um. <laughs> um, what is your favorite cult horror movie? Mm, um, I really, obviously Midsommar up there. Um, I really like The Invitation. Yeah, I do too. That's a really, really good film. <laughs> um, Apostle was really good. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one. That's like um, a period piece kind of thing about a religious island um so like you you go by boat to this island and then um shit just went down and okay. they, but they all base it around like religion and stuff which is pretty cool um and kill list was also pretty good which is kind of culty i would say okay cool i haven't yeah. seen i haven't seen that one either yeah that one's interesting are there any horror movie podcasts that are uk based that we should know about that you listen to i don't really listen to like a lot of movie podcasts um because i feel like if i sit down and watch a podcast then i want to well listen to a podcast or whatever like i want to listen to like every episode and if i what listen to a movie podcast that i then hit a movie that i haven't seen i'm like shit (laughs) (laughs) i either need to go watch this movie like now so i can carry on or i'm just gonna have to abandon it for a little bit but, yeah <laughs> you you won't you won't listen out of order you won't like skip it and go to the next week no okay no. <laughs> <laughs> i respect that mm. um so what do you talk about on your your podcast you said it's about movies yeah so um the podcast called uh coffee breaks and hot takes <laughs> um so it's me and my friend georgie um and we talk about our controversial opinions on specific films that are either really loved or really hated that we think the opposite of oh cool okay so any other controversial opinions you have i'll go listen to your podcast hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) so if you could remake or reboot one horror movie which one would it be that is a rough question (laughs) i can't even think of any that i feel like a lot of remakes annoy me so I don't want to be responsible for somebody making a, re- a remake of a really good film that is then terrible you know what I mean <laughs> are there any films that you thought were done poorly that you think you could do better oh absolutely not <laughs> I'm terrible with film and stuff but um like the only really really good remake that I enjoyed was uh Evil Dead okay I haven't um, seen it. I'm not really a fan of those movies. I have friends who love them, but yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that remake was top-notch. They got that. Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard people say that before. Maybe yeah. I'll watch that instead of the first, the original. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> so my last question is, if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? I had to think quite hard about this because I was just like, okay, so question. Will they pose a threat to me? If I'm actually living with them. Uh, no, but they just might torture you in the same way they torture their victims, but they're not going to kill you. I don't know whether that's arguably worse. <laughs> <laughs> From a logic standpoint, 
I would like to say John Kramer because if I was on his good side then I can see him planning his traps but they wouldn't be put on me so I can just be like oh just teach me about it and then it'd be fine and we could live in harmony and I could just hear about all the cool things he's thinking about non-logically I think it'd be interesting to talk to the three masked people in The Strangers um, because you don't really know a lot about them from the films <laughs> yeah. so being able to talk to them would be great but I'd also be terrified because I know that they'd be silent and just pop up at doors yeah. and terrify the shit out of me <laughs> it would be fun to ask them how did you get into this line of work exactly these are all <laughs> questions that everybody wants to know <laughs> who who are your backers who funds you like are they getting paid to do this or just, I, just well then how do they it? pay their rent i don't know do they have houses or do they live in the houses of the people that they kill there are so many questions so many questions all right i'm gonna go rewatch the strangers right now because it's still light out um, but thank you Hell so yeah. much for being here. This was so much fun. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on the internet and where they can find your podcast? Yeah. So um, if you uh, type in Coffee Breaks and Hot Takes on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, we're on there and where we release episodes fortnightly on Wednesdays. Um, and then my Instagram um, is just Rachel X Webster. I also do music. Um, so that's fun. Yeah, that's it, really. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. No, thank you for having me. That's it for this week's episode of Who's There. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Rachel Webster, and thanks again to Rachel for coming on. There are links to her socials and her podcast in the show notes. As always, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, as well as subscribing to our feed wherever you happen to listen to us. Thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. We really appreciate it, as it really helps people find us with the algorithms and everything. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod. We're on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. Or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at thewhostherepod at gmail.com. Until next time, stay scary and wear a mask. <laughs>